Welcome to the DR Vibe and this series of treating yourself like a client. Part one is focusing on your business versus in your business. Welcome to the DR Vibe. I'm your host, Jenny Puff, the founder of the Designers Roundtable and National Accountability Group for Independent Creative Business Owners. I'm also an independent creative business owner myself of Presque Designs out of Erie, Pennsylvania. In this podcast, I have with me DR Vibe co-producer Crystal Reynolds from Canada, as well as two very special guests today. Thanks, Jenny. I'm pretty stoked to be back chatting with Rochelle again, Um, Rochelle Roberts, a fabulous creative business coach based out of Las Vegas. Um, She specializes in the creative industry with her key tool, the Creative Business Manifesto. We also have the ever-lovely Damien Golden. She's the creative director and owner of award-winning Eye Candy Advertisement. Advertising. That's I-K-A-N-D-E advertising. She's based in Bethany Beach, Delaware, and she's also a, a Designers Roundtable accountability member and contributes to the DR board. Great. Thank you, guys. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Nice to be Welcome. here. <laughs> I'm really excited about today's podcast because we're going to turn this into a three-part series because it's all about, and it's a tough one, but it's all about how do you treat yourself as a client treat your business as a client, how to dedicate time on your business to help you meet the, gro- the goals that you have for business growth, strength, whatever your business goals are. You know, we can sit, we've gone through already January and February talking about you got to make goals, you got to get clear about what you're trying to do, but the work doesn't stop there. You have to make the time to work on your business. So the first chapter in our three-part series is going to be working on your business versus in your business and why we should treat ourselves as clients. Now, that's a tough one. What do you guys think? Okay, so I think the, the, the key thing to keep uh, working on your business and you kind of wonder, well, well why? And I think really it's, it's you got to, in order for the business to do well, you got to change your mindset from being the employee to being an owner. If you want a business to grow, you got to own and run it as it has its own life. Otherwise, you're just taking orders from your clients and you're not actually going the direction that you ultimately want to go. That's a great point, Crystal. And I just want to add a little bit is that it's, it's often because we're putting our own creations out there in the world to distinguish between who like ourselves and the business that's that's an interesting kind of dynamic there and so i i love that point and emeth is a great book to to as a resource of if you're having trouble distinguishing between working in the business that employee mentality or working on it as the visionary as the director that's a great resource to to use great thanks rochelle I agree. Good book. And the other thing to remember is at the end of the day, you got to eat. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, which is very important. So it's very easy to get very involved because as many of all of us are you know, very creative minded, it's a lot more fun working on that part of the business. And you have to figure out what part of the week or the day or the month that you need to pull that hat off and actually put on the business hat where you're working on your business. So you're doing, you know, all of that budgetary things, all the things that come together for invoicing and all that kind of fun stuff so that you actually have money coming in so that you can pay bills and that you can eat. So um, two very distinguished parts of being um, involved with your own business. 
Well, that's a huge point. I mean, that can easily go into what we've talked about before of work-life balance, you know, especially when it's the beginning of the year, our clients are busy, which means we're busy and we're want to get into the groove of getting the billable time in, right? We want to bill and bill and bill, but we have to be able to take a break, step aside and know that our business needs love and tender care as well. And find that balance. And then at the same time, right, we have our families and our personal lives to deal with. So it's this constant balancing act or counterbalancing act of working in the business, working on the business, taking care of ourselves, taking care of the business, taking care of our family. You know, it's always, we've talked about before, the feast and famine, you know, of you're too busy, not enough work. I got a market, but I don't need any more clients or it's a constant juggle and I think that's why it all comes down to you have to treat your business as a client and when you're talking about treating your clients what do you guys typically do time block it out schedule appointment mark out this day to work on that big project what are some things you guys do well I think a really great um mental place is is when you think about your business and imagine doing the work that you bring the work out there in the world what if you mentally became your own best client and really looked at it from that place of what would it take for me to really be my own best client I'm really investigating that myself this year and it's definitely deepening um, how I'm relating to the things that are most important to me and how to grow my business and what and what steps are next I think one of the bonuses of actually having that mindset too is you're actually, when you're working on your business, you're focusing on the type of work you want to do. So you're doing the work that you ultimately have a vision for instead of once again, being an order taker and just kind of coming as what comes. That's a great point, Crystal, because when you have those things in line, that creates the space and the longevity so that you can fit what you need to do for your business into the mix. Um, that's what I do for eye candy is that I treat it as a client. So just as my other clients get a folder or a binder that's specifically for them that I can pull off the shelf and work on their projects, I have one for eye candy as well. So that if I have projects for eye candy, they're put into the production calendar along with my client, you know, project. So that's something that really helps kind of compartmentalize and make room and space for my business along with all of my clients' business as well. Well, you know, that I feel the need to really talk about my word for this year for my Prescott Designs business is focus. And Crystal being the facilitator in my designer's roundtable video monthly session, she so nicely put that I need to be a horse with blinders on because, you know, as creatives as we all, we get so many ideas that, oh, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. That'll be, I can do that. I can do that. Well, at the end of the day, there's not enough time in the day to do all those things. So my year is focused, focused on really spending the appropriate amount of time on the business to make sure it grows the way I want it to grow. And one of the revelations I've had just in the last couple of weeks is if I want my business to grow and even strengthen, because I always try to use those words together because some people want to grow, some people just want to strengthen their business, you know, and I realized, gosh, all these awesome things that I want to do for my business and my blinders still take a ton of time. And that's where then the next question comes in of, I need to set a budget 
to get those done. Just because I can build those tools doesn't mean I have to. And just like a client, I would out, I would sub different parts of it or they hire me to do parts of it because they just don't have time to do it. And I think that's another awesome point to think about as we're growing or strengthening our business. Back to the juicy goals and our February Facebook challenges, right? It's picking out your big juicy goals, determining how much time, what support you need, and what kind of budget you need. Good points. Awesome points, yeah. So that, that's perfect on how to maintain focus. You have to really know what you're trying to strive for. Yes, that vision always, right? The vision, right, yeah. which is awesome. Another reason why we brought Rochelle into this call today because of her creative business manifesto and helping creatives who are so elaborate. I mean, if you asked me a few years ago, what do you want to do? And that's like asking an artist what their favorite color is, <laughs> right? I, like all of them. I want to do it all. And sometimes because we have such busy lives, you just actually have to, whether it's time blocking or whatever your system is, you got to give yourself that headspace, that quiet, like you said, that focus. Um, and, and where in that in your day or your week can you give that to yourself? And that sort of helps you at least start even just writing one or two things down. It doesn't have to be a whole plan all at once. Right. You know, ladies, I think what we should do for our viewers is maybe we could come up with a tip each on why it's important to work on the business versus in the business. I love that. That's great. So mine, I'll let you all think, and mine will be you have to focus and you have to be really dedicated to what that big juicy goal is and really ask yourself, what do I have to do versus what do I want to do? I'll, I'll just chime in. Like I said, I think for me, my tip is find that space, that headspace, whether it's the start of the day, the end of the day, on the weekend, a half hour, an hour, just to set time aside to actually just think about it and give yourself that. It's almost like a pleasure. It's almost like cheating sometimes. I get to think about myself. Um, so do that first. Well, I think that's what helps create the balance. And once you're able to kind of figure out, you know, your natural balance between work and life and putting that all together, once you figure out what that is for you and what helps you become more balanced, then you're building your business from a place of power. So that's very important once you get there. And I think also is that we have a work that comes to us. I mean, most people, most designers I see have natural amount of work yet they're very kind of complain a little bit about the work that they want more of. So if you're able to focus on that, on your business, then you can lead it in that direction more. And when you're consistent with that, you begin to see the results. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Well, I think that's good for this session. Um, I want to thank you all for listening to the DR Vibe podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about the Designers Roundtable, visit us at designers-roundtable.com. Thank you.